welcome to Be Ready, where we are preparing our hearts and our minds for the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Last time, we talked about a New Year's resolution, but in a little bit different way, making a resolution to follow Christ and deny ourselves whatever he asked. He said to, if anybody would come after him, to take up his cross to deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow him. And so we looked into that, what that might look like for our lives. And today we're going to talk about something that's very important to remember in our Christian lives and is one of the most freeing, or the most freeing thing in the world. It's God's grace. God's grace has freed us. Everything in the Christian life is predicated on God's grace. It all comes from God's grace. And His grace empowers us. His grace, even before anything else, His grace is what saved us. His grace is the power that saved us from our sin. His grace is the power that gives us the ability to live a holy life. And back in November of last year, we talked about several things that grace does in our lives. And that was part one. So if you haven't heard that, please do go back and listen to, I I think it was November 27th, The Power of Grace, part one. So now this is The Power of Grace, part two. And I'm so glad you're here with us. So as we look at our walks with Christ, sometimes it can be easy to start striving in our own strength or thinking like the Galatians having begun by the Spirit trying to make ourselves complete or work out our salvation in our own strength in our flesh. Paul rebuked the Galatians for that. It's not possible. Paul said, having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected in the flesh? No, it's it's all by by grace, by the power of His Spirit, from beginning to end. Today we're going to talk about several more things that are by His grace. Not only our salvation, our sanctification, and other things that we might have talked about last time, but also, as you will see in these coming scriptures. So, if you have a Bible, feel free to follow along with me. It will be great to go through these together. The first scripture we're going to look at is in 1 Corinthians 15, 9 through 10. 1 Corinthians 15, verses 9 and 10. And I have that here open in my Bible. It says, For I am the least of the apostles, unworthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. So this is Paul talking. And Paul, he's saying that he's the least of the apostles, that he was unworthy to be called an apostle because he persecuted the church, God's people. But he says, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And so there's the first part. His grace is 
the means by which we become who we are in Christ. Anything that we are in Christ Jesus is by his grace. The second thing is, God's grace empowers us to work hard. Notice Paul said, not only is he by God's grace, he is who he is, but he says, I worked harder than any of them. This is in verse 10. Though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. So he says he worked harder than than anyone else, yet he attributes that not to himself, but to God's grace that empowered him to work hard. God's grace, by his grace, we are who we are. By his grace, we are able to give our whole heart to this Christian walk, this walk with God. And we attribute that and are able to give him the glory because we attribute that to him, to his grace. Now let's turn to Ephesians. And this is a very uh, similar vein of thought here. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 8. Here, this is Paul speaking again. To me, though I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. And he's saying, like in the other verse, similar to that, he felt the least of all the apostles. Here he says he's least of all the saints. Yet, he says, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles. Here Paul has another blessing that it comes through grace. It's the ability, the power to preach to the Gentiles. So once again, it's God's grace that enabled him. So God's grace was by which he was who he was. God's grace empowered him to work hard, and God's grace enabled him to preach. So we're seeing a theme here, and there's one more that almost bring this, brings us all together for, for anything that God calls us to do in ministry, and our very calling itself. And so let's turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, starting at verse 5. Second Corinthians chapter 3. Verses 5 and 6. Not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us, but our sufficiency is from God, who has made us sufficient to be ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. This scripture passage has meant much to me in past years today as we as we look at it it's so freeing because when god calls us to minister which we are all ministers if we're christians we're all ministers of reconciliation of ministering to people to reconcile them back to god paul says that he has given us the ministry of reconciliation 
that God has given us to that. And if, if you want to read about that, that's over in, um, actually in chapter 5, just two chapters over from where we are. And so, here in chapter 3, he says, we aren't sufficient in ourselves. Or NIV would say, I've been reading from the ESV, the NIV says competent in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us. But our sufficiency is from God. He has made us sufficient, or he has made us competent as to be ministers of a new covenant. So God is the one who qualifies. God is the one who not only calls us, but qualifies us to be sufficient, to be competent as ministers of this new covenant in Christ Jesus. The new covenant in the blood of Jesus. Isn't that awesome? His spirit gives life. His spirit enables us for ministry. So let this encourage your hearts. Encourage your hearts with the word of God that he is the one when we are called to deny ourselves, take up our crosses and follow him, when he asks us to do hard things or when we don't feel worthy because we've slipped up in some area and had to confess and repent. We must remember that he's the one who not only forgave us and is sanctifying us, but he's the one that qualifies us, that makes us qualified and enables us to do the work of ministry. Let's close with one more scripture here. This is in Titus 2, 11 through 15. Titus chapter 2, 11 through 15. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all people, tra- training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age, waiting for the blessed hope, but waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his very own, excuse me, a people for his own possession, who are zealous for good works. God's grace trains us. It says here that he trains us, and that word for trains actually comes from a word that meant to train a child so that he may develop and reach full potential. And that comes from the HELPS word study um, from Discovery Bible. God is training us. He's disciplining us as a parent would, his or her son or daughter, to say no to these other things, these bad things, ungodliness and worldly passions, worldly desires that pull us away from Christ into sin. And instead, renouncing those things to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age. Here's another thing that God's grace does. God's grace trains us to live like Christ, to be holy and to, to be ready for his return. 
And of course, that's what we're all about in this this group, this this podcast, is to to be ready for the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, like it says here. We want to be ready for him. And we want to be doing his work, like it says at the end of this scripture here in verse 15, who are zealous for good works, doing the works that he created beforehand for us to walk in while we're still on this earth before he returns. So, dear brothers and sisters listening to this podcast, I want to encourage you to continue in the faith, firm and steadfast. Like, let nothing move you, like Paul says, but always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord. Give, your, give yourselves fully to his work, knowing that your labor in the Lord is not in vain, and it's his grace, it's his grace that enables us, that empowers us for ministry. He qualifies us, and he will see us he will see us through to the end. He is faithful. He is who called us is faithful, and he will keep us from stumbling and present us before his glorious presence without spot or wrinkle and with great joy. So until next time, may his grace and peace be with you all in his precious name, in the name of Jesus, our Savior and Lord. Amen.